What's up, boys and girls, and thank you for tuning in to episode four of the Josh Belcher Experience. I'm your host, Josh Belcher. On this podcast, we've got an action-packed lineup. We've got the country super trio, Lachlan. We've got a new friend, Catherine, who is a real-life 90-day fiancé. So grab your hats and hold on to your seats, and let's get this party started. Episode 4, Song of the Week, Drive by Lachlan. It's their sophomore release from their brand new EP. Check that out at LachlanBand.com. Mark, Michael, and Kenan will be doing a call-in interview with me here on this episode. Uh, Drive is coming to Country Radio July 9th. Uh, We'll also be discussing their upcoming UK tour in August. So stay tuned. wanted to add a disclaimer about my Lachlan interview. There's a beep in the background. I apologize about that. Don't know exactly where it came from, but hope to fix that with future interviews. But other than that, it was a great interview, and let's get on with it. Here with the awesome band Lachlan, or on the phone rather. Uh, guys, state your name for us, please, uh, again, if you don't mind. Sure. I'm Michael. I'm Kendall. I'm Mark. Michael Kennedy, hey, that's awesome. Hey, guys, uh, you know, Drives on Country Radio starting today, uh, your sophomore release from your EP. Congratulations. Uh, dig the tune, man. It's awesome. Uh, I know you guys are really excited to get on Country Radio. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, we're we're very honored that you're playing it, and just uh, we're excited to see where it goes. Yeah, great tune. Uh, feel good tune. It, it's it's a summer anthem. It's just it's exactly what you need right now. You know, you're out piddling around. Just uh, really thoroughly enjoyed that. Um also, I uh, realized you guys, I was looking on your website today, you got one more show in Nashville, and then you're heading abroad, huh? Is this your first trip over across the pond? It, as Lachlan it is, yeah. Yep. Yes. So we have yeah, one one show here on the 15th, and then uh, that w- we leave the end of August, um, and we head out. So And then we're gone for a couple weeks. Right on. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw you guys are doing the high walk. That's a pretty groovy place um, uh, uh, over here in Nashville. And then... Um, Okay, I mean, are, are you guys going in support of anybody, or are you guys just touring it all by by yourself? We are um, we're touring it by ourselves now. Now, so when we're we're playing two festivals over there in um, the U, we're playing the Millport Country Music Festival and we're playing the Long Road Festival, um, and then in between them we're playing some great shows in Manchester, York, uh, working on one in London right now, and uh, uh, Millport's going to be awesome. Mark, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, we're really excited about playing Millport. Millport's really cool. We are a direct support for Cam, uh, if you know Cam, Burning House. Uh, we're we're so excited about uh, that show. That's going to be a blast. And we have two days. They were playing, was it, Friday? And, and playing Friday night and Saturday night. So we had two shows for that festival, and we, we can't be more excited about that. That's awesome. 
Yeah, man. Hey, that's amazing, dude. Yeah, nothing but big thanks for you guys, um, you know, watching it. And then, you know, I landed on your YouTube a little bit to check that out. I uh, just want to talk a little bit, loving the mashups, dude. Whose idea was that? You know, the Jim Blossoms and Train, how, how did all that get started? You guys are, are doing them great justice by doing their tunes. Uh, what brought all that on as far as, like, doing that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, so I initially, it, it, this is Kendon, by the way. <laughs> initially, yeah. it was my idea to do Jim Blossom, um, but but these two are the ones that kind of brought us to life doing the mashup side of things. But um, it, it was something that I just, I don't know their, their songs, and, and these guys like their songs as well. Um, a, a buddy of mine, uh, he actually had a connection with the Jim Blossoms, and, and he was like, you guys should do, you know, cover them or something, and, and I might be able to get some traction with it and, and get it out there. And, and uh, when we did that, actually, uh, Jim Blossoms ended up posting on their Facebook page, and and, uh, and so so definitely definitely got a few views from that. That was actually kind of the, the, um, the key, so to speak, for us going over to the U.K. Uh, oh, awesome. We had, get, we had to get X amount of views on it, and uh, and we ended up getting getting those views, and that kind of uh, served as a, a visa, so to speak, to, to go over there. And then uh, Train, that's another another group that I I love personally, and these guys love as well. And we just decided to do kind of the same the same concept, and uh, I think that's that's kind of putting our little Lachlan twist on it. So so who knows what the future holds with the covers, but I'm sure we'll keep them coming. Yeah, guys, I was actually going to bring up the Beach Boys. I think you could pull it off. What are you thinking, like the pet sounds? <laughs> yeah, fun, that's fun, great. Fun. <laughs> yeah, you you guys, your harmonies mesh well, almost like uh, like an Everly Brothers feel, like you're all related, but you're not. Uh, two of you are from New York, correct, and one's from Kansas. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. So so how how did you guys get together and say, hey, uh, let's make this work, let's this, let's make this happen? I mean, what what was the story behind that? It's very interesting. Well, uh, so we have we've all been friends for eight years. This is, hey, and so uh, yeah, we've all been friends for eight years or so. We've all been in Nashville ten plus years, and um, I met Mark a long time ago at a writers round, and uh, in Nashville, I had just graduated from college, and I met him at a writers round, and you know we we clicked really quick and then uh and he was already friends with Kendon and so you know he introduced me to Kendon like not long after just a month or two months after I met him and then um yeah then we just we all uh friends and we just started writing music uh performing a lot together and um, recording on each other's projects and stuff like that and and then um a, a year ago uh, over a year ago just over a year ago um we were all working on a solo project in the studio and um and we were so we were working together a lot. We were singing and everything like that. And um, and then we were just like, you know what? Let's just pull the trigger and do this. You know, <laughs> let's just be in yeah. the video. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, full gun. You know, it definitely works. You guys, you guys have a great talent, and I thoroughly enjoy listening to you. Um, and hey, guys, like I said, you can check them out. Country radio today uh, drives everywhere, July 9th. Check us at website lachlan.com. Um, uh, I had one more question for you, and then I'll get out of your hair. Um, sure. Oh yeah, uh, let's discuss again. I, I want everybody to know because you know I'm 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 at a Middle Tennessee, uh, the High Watch show. If if people want to catch you before you go abroad, can you kind of tell everybody uh, what's going on with that? Hey, Mark, you want to take that one? I actually don't remember the details for that one. It just says.
time now for the lunch break, a weekly segment I do with my co-host and co-friend and co-worker, Mr. Jeff Smith. Hello. Okay, we're here and we're going to be discussing something a little bit controversial today, uh, not as lighthearted as what we've been going through. Uh, the band Confederate Railroad, this is a country band that uh, found their popularity back in the 90s with songs like Queen of Memphis. Um, what's the other one they got? She took it like a man. Jesus and Mama always loved me. You may know him, you may not. But the reason we're bringing them up is because, you know, they're, they're on a tour with Restless Heart and Shenandoah, kind of like a 90s throwback nostalgia tour. And they were going to go play uh, in August at a, um, a fair in Coin, Illinois. It's spelled D-U-Q-U-O-I-N, Illinois, August 22nd, with Restless Heart and Shenandoah. And they got canceled they asked confederate railroad not to come perform because of the band's name now this band's been called confederate railroad for 30 plus years jeff what do you think about not letting a band come to play a show in illinois because their name's confederate railroad it's uh, pretty ridiculous i think uh just because <laughs> their name has confederate in it uh it's not like they're like uh leaders of the uh Klan. Ku Klux Klan or anything. <laughs> Are they skinheads? Just a, yeah, they're just a country band. Yeah, they're, ju- they're just a country group. Like I said, they've been called this forever. You know, they never had any hate in their music. They play feel-good music. Um, their songs, sometimes they have funny lyrics in them. They're just, they're catchy. Uh, you know, a good group of guys, that they released a statement. Uh, Restless Heart and Shenandoah were going to cancel the shows in protest of this show, but uh, Confederate Railroad told them not to because this is how they feed their families. And, you know, didn't want to see uh, any band lose their payday because of this. Just had a real great attitude about it. But my point is, it's not it's whether you like the music or not. It's just this country is getting ridiculous with stuff. I mean, you can't be in a band because your name's Confederate or has the word Confederate in it. You know, they don't have any rebel flags flying while they're performing or anything. But, you know, uh, the Civil War happened. I mean, it, it's, it, it was over terrible circumstances, but we've got through that. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. came out with a speech. Now everybody's loving everybody for the most part. I mean, people are finding stuff to complain about because we're taking too much uh, of our freedom for granted. But you know, don't blame a band because of their name. I mean, Jeff, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen next? What's what's going to be the next uh, wave of madness? Oh boy, I don't I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I mean, it's just it's... so much damage has already been done. Yeah, it's just it's just insane. I mean, uh, uh, thanks Trump, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, we're. I mean, we are. I mean, everything's getting. But I think this started happening way before that. But. Yeah, but I mean, they've played this show several times. I mean, what makes you think that they took till today to say, hey, you know, we're not going to let you perform this year? Why now? Why I don't not? Know. Like that, that's that's what I, I don't get. They've been playing this show for how many years now? Yeah, it says they've they've played it several times. I'm trying to look here in the in the uh, the. Um, has it been in the same city every time? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to follow down through here. Uh, um, I don't really see... But for sake of argument, if you've been playing this show um, every year, every other year for so many years in the same city and town, state, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, you can't play here because of your name. Like That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, they said in, in the press release, it was very disappointed as we have played this fair before and enjoyed it very much. Um, it doesn't say how many times, but yeah, I mean, 
you know, why wait till now? What happened, you know, at this time? And now, like I said, you know, they're on the road playing their what they call golden oldies, just trying to stay relevant and, and do their thing and, and, and like, get paid and, and support their families uh, doing what they love. So, I mean, why make a big fit out of this? I don't know. It's the day and age. Yeah. Uh, it's Everything's offensive. Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't get it. That's all you can say about it. Well, that's uh, it in a nutshell on this lunch break. Confederate Railroad, uh, we're behind you. Like I said, whether you like them or not, which is they got some catchy tunes, it's just it's just sad that they're going to miss uh, performing for their fans that I'm sure they have in Illinois and, you know, miss, uh, miss getting paid and miss doing a show because uh, of a name they've had for 30-plus years. Yeah. And that's it. I know that's kind of crummy, but... Uh, that's what we discussed, and stay tuned next time. Hopefully we'll find something more positive. Jeff, anything you want to add to this session of the lunch break? Um, just everybody stay positive. Yes. Don't let everything get to you. E-L-E, everybody, love everybody. Black, white, red, yellow, whatever you got going on. Rainbow flag, Confederate flag, American flag. Confederate flag, anything you've got going. You know, Japanese flag, just be happy. All right, guys, we're out. Have a good day. Peace. Bye-bye. Okay, got some news for you this week in music history. Sun Records has been in Nashville, Tennessee for 50 years. Sun Records joined the Singleton Legacy, moved to Nashville this week, 50 years ago. Now, Sun Records is the iconic 50s record label, uh, which launched the careers of artists such as Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins and Roy Orbison, as well as Charlie Rich. Uh, Sun was founded by rock and roll pioneer and visionary Sam Phillips in 1952 and was successful for a five-year period beginning in 1954. In the early 60s, Sam's passion for the music business waned as he pursued other business interests such as radio, property, and blue-chip stocks, and Sun Records became dormant. In early 1969, Sam began negotiations with a friend, Shelby Singleton, for a deal that ultimately reversed the original intention. Shelby was a successful music producer who had earned his stripes at Mercury Records, starting out in regional promotion and winding up as head of A&R. He left in 1966 to form his own company, which became very successful in 1968 with the chart-topping song Harper Valley PTA. And in July of 1969, the negotiations between Sam Phillips and Shelby were finalized and Sun Records was sold. Sun was then moved to Nashville, Tennessee, and Sun Records joined the existing Singleton Stable of Labels, Triple S International, and Plantation. Shelby Singleton and his partner brother, John A. Singleton, managed the company until Shelby's passing in 2009, and to this day, John continues to guide and enhance the Sun legacy started by Sam Phillips. Once again, this year and this month celebrates the golden anniversary of the ownership of Sun Records by the Singleton family. So thank you for keeping that legacy alive. Uh, you can see the Sun Records studio, just Sun Studios, in Memphis, Tennessee. A lot of history as you enter the door. A lot of great albums were cut there, and the birth of rock and roll so began. Really excited about this segment on episode four of the Josh Belcher Experience. Got a real life 90 day fiance I'm gonna interview. Her name is Catherine, and Catherine is engaged to a man named John who lives in Australia. Now, if you've never seen the 90 day fiance television show on TLC, 
It's a show, a real-life reality uh, program where uh, men and women uh, have significant others that are abroad, and they decide that they're going to take the plunge of getting married, and they have 90 days to do that to get a K-1 visa status here in the United States. So um, anyway, she met this man. She's fell in love, and they're going to get married. Um, and we're going to discuss, you know, how they met, uh, how the proposal was, um, and what's going to go on in their future. Is she going to go over there, or is he going to come over here? So really excited about that. Uh, they're not going to be on the TV show as far as I know. So you'll get to hear their exclusive story right here on the Josh Belcher Experience. Really excited. Enjoy. All right, finally we're getting to the part of the podcast I'm very excited about. I'm here with Miss Catherine Kane, and she is our real-life 90-day fiancé, and she's going to tell us a story about her life. Uh, we've been talking a little bit before we recorded. Very interesting young lady here. has got a lot to offer. Uh, go ahead and say Kath, uh, hi, Kath, if you like. Hey, how's everybody? I'm okay. happy to be here. Um, so let's, let's, let's get started. Let's start to share. Let's, uh, we'll talk about everything, but let's get into... You told me you're from Texas. From Born and raised in Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, came to Tennessee by way of Austin, Texas, and here I am. That's so exciting. Okay, now how did you, I mean, Texas and Tennessee is connected, obviously. We've got the, you know, the Alamo. We've always been close. How did you get from there to here, to here right now? A job offer. No, well, I came okay. to Chattanooga, had a job offer. I'm sick of Texas, and I thought, you know what, I'm out for a little bit. Let me go see what the, you know, mountains and the hills has to offer, and came, uh, went to Chattanooga, got a job offer, and uh, packed all my things and uh, got there, and it it was a bust. That's great, and we're glad to have you. you have a great personality. You can tell you got Thank the you. southern charm about you. <laughs> um, loved it immediately first time I met you. But this story I had to share because you know watching the TLC show, you know people get married, men and women abroad or here, but I've never met somebody that's actually going to do it. So you have a uh, fiance. Uh, can you tell us his name and where he's from? Well. Um, Actually, well, his name is John Cruz. Which is fancy. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise. Um, he's actually, um, he's Croatian, and uh, he was born in Germany and uh, raised in New Zealand and now resides in um, Australia. So he is very well-traveled himself. He is. Yes, he is. And, and how, 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 did, how did you meet this, this fellow? Well, um, a couple months back, I um, had started doing some genealogy, uh, Ancestry.com. Sure. And a lot of people reached out, and I met someone that uh, was a distant cousin, and I said, well, you know, I'll, I'll, let me share some of my information. And um, as it turns out, I thought it was him. And I just kind of shined this person on. I've just been very busy and just never really connected. And I kept seeing this person popping up in the messenger, just waving. And, um, uh, you know... That's really kind of how it all started, but it really wasn't Ancestry.com at all. It was the Croatian Heritage um, Forum. Okay. I don't know how I got on that. It happened one day. I signed up and wanted to see some other people um, in our country that um, uh, was a mix just like me. My grandparents were Croatian, and my uh, father was Mexican, so yeah. I'm half and half. And turns out, um, you know, I, this guy was on... Croatian heritage too, and and I just thought he was someone else other than who he was. Yeah. And so that um, has okay. That. So there's no, but there's no relationship between the two. He just happened to just see you on there, yes. admired you, said hi. What what yeah. a crazy intervention. I mean, you don't ever hear it like that. I mean, so so it worked out in a good way. It wasn't like one of these shady websites you hear nope. about people getting on or anything. Nope. Nope. Okay, and um, 
you were telling me also before you started dating, you've been single a while, which I, I find hard to believe because you're a good looking gal. Oh, thank um, you. So tell us, I mean, let's, you were getting into that story and I was like, let's start recording it. So, how, okay, you were single all this time, uh, why, and then why? what about this fellow? You're like, oh, this is something I've got to get into. Okay, well, um, as far as singleness goes, I mean, you know, I've, I've been married before and uh, life happens and, you know, there came a time when I thought, I think I just need to go ahead and focus on myself. And, um, you know, for 20-something years, that's what I did and, you know, excelled in my career and took care of aging parents and put a son through college and military and, um, you know, uh, served in ministry for quite a while in Austin, Texas. And um, it just it wasn't a, even a part of uh, my being. I wasn't interested in that. I just wanted to, to you know, get myself together and, and figure out who, who, you know, I am. Um, as a standalone uh, female in a crazy world, so to speak. <laughs> That's awesome. So you embodied basically uh, what will make this relationship flourish is that you learn to love yourself and, and, and take care of what you need and to be happy before you could offer to somebody else. Absolutely. You focused on everything Absolutely. Else. That's fantastic. Okay, and after all this time, and I sh I'm sure you know, you've had opportunities to date and this, that, and other, what, how did this guy who's hundreds of thousands of miles away, <laughs> you're like, okay, let's give it a chance. What, what happened? How did that ball get rolling? Well, um, he reached out and he waved in a little yeah, yeah, icon, a little, little uh -huh. hand, and I just ignored it. I, I thought it was someone else, and I just didn't have time to respond. And um, I don't know, it was Mother's Day this year, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I thought I'd respond. And, and he, he, he says he never even said hello, you just started talking. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we, you know, uh, back and forth, messenger, this, that, and the other, you know, who are you, where are you, and, you know, how, how, how do you plan on getting from Texas to Croatia? Uh, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but he, so he speaks English already. There wouldn't even have to go through translations Exactly, okay. exactly. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, um, yeah, that's how it all started. And, uh, you know, family picture here, family picture there. Here's, you know, here's me and here's this and that. And um, here we are. Yeah, so so you, you've Skyped already. You've seen him. You know what he looks like through pictures and everything. How, well, how? not really Skyped. Okay. Um, I don't, I, we just haven't done that. I, I think we have, um, well, it was never like list Skype or anything like that, but he called one night okay. on the messenger. Wow. And, uh, you know, it just kind of caught me off guard. I was just out of the shower, and, and I said to him, I said, can you call me back? No one has ever messaged. I, nobody calls me through messenger. Sure, and, yeah. of course, I had a towel on my head, and I was like, oh. Yeah. And um, to be quite honest with you, we had, you know, uh, back and forth for, for a couple weeks, you know, and... Um, it was a, it was his voice. Had a good voice, huh? Had a great voice. What's the accent sound like? I've never really heard a Croatian. Well, no, he, you know, an Aussie accent. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. neat. So yeah. it was the way he. Okay, and okay, from this period, tell us about the engagement. How that happened? How? Because obviously he proposed, and you said yeah, yes. Yeah, no, so, no. So. Well, we haven't even gotten there. We haven't really done all that. Yeah. Um, we're just kind of at a place. Um, of already we and you and this and that and uh, you know um, just certain little things here and there and um, it's going to happen you yeah, know just one, step just, at a time. just one step at a time we you know we of course 10, 10 15 thousand miles away from each other and uh, you know this is it's very unconventional and uh, it's going really well. It's a lot of back and forth, a lot of late night phone calls, and you know when it's day here, it's night there, and you know so 
Um, yeah. Yeah, but we're already, you know, working on, um, well, I'm going in September for my birthday and meeting the family, meeting him. And it's very exciting. And uh, we've uh, had our share of the 90 day fiance. Yeah, we're already, yeah, we're already (laughs) the balls roll. Um, uh, So um, uh, he has children and everything? No, No. he has no children. See, is he a younger man, older man? Uh, He's a couple years older than I am. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I got you. I I was, so he, but he doesn't want any kids. Have you already discussed that or? Is that a possibility? Um, well, <laughs> well <laughs> only by, you know, only, I don't know how that would happen. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, I can't have children. And, um, you know, I said to him, you know, I, I for once in my life, I, I think I want to be the baby for a while. I hear you. You know, I'm, I'm, I've taken care of a lot of people and um, things like that. And, um, you know, it, this is our time. Yeah, it's your time to enjoy life. You've taken care of business. You said... Uh, up to 20 years uh, doing everything, raising a son, you said. Raise to, a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, got him grown, and then, you know, you're teaching right now. Uh, you teach. Tell us about your uh, your jobs here, what you do. You were telling me a little bit earlier. That's pretty well, interesting Well, um, uh, I am a licensed esthetician, and I'm also a licensed educator and a laser professional educator. So That is all yeah, cool yeah, stuff. Good for you. <laughs> Um, uh, so let's see. So you said you're going to go meet, meet the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you going straight to Australia? Where is everybody at? Well, his family's there. Okay. So mm-hmm. you get to meet them all there. Mm-hmm. All right. And Catherine has promised me that we will continue this saga as she goes to meet and gets, um, involved with everybody and see how it goes. And, and maybe we'll get to talk to John while she's over there. Maybe we can do a, that a joint That would be so call. wonderful. And, uh, you know, if you ever want to catch her, her name's Catherine Kane. She's in, how do you say it? I can't even say the word, esthetician? Esthetician. That's so fancy. Mm-hmm. Licensed skincare. That's yes. great. And uh, we'll catch up with her again, and be sure to stay tuned for our real-life actual 90-day uh, fiancé who's uh, living the dream here and met her love and going to uh, pursue that uh, 10,000 miles away. 10,000 miles away. You want to say anything to John? He'll probably listen to this once I <laughs> sport it to you. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hope to talk to you soon. I <laughs> love you. You know I love you. <laughs> All right, bye. Thanks, guys. And that wraps up episode four of the Josh Belcher Experience. I'm your host, Josh Belcher. Once again, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You keep listening and enjoying, and I'll keep making them. And if you have anybody that you think might be a good guest for my podcast, just have them hit me up online at joshbelcher at hotmail.com. Have a great start of your week. Take care of yourself and everybody close to you. Thank you, and we'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.